Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in third and final hour of the program here on Tuesday morning. And if just a warning, if uh, you turn, tune in tomorrow morning at six and you hear me with a little bit of a, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting Novocaine today at the dentist this afternoon. It usually wears off in a couple of hours, but you know, just in case, just in case I'm still blowing around. I just want you to be aware that that's what, what happened. Um, Got to, you know, I'm sure a lot of you have gone through the same thing. When you were younger, you got fillings. There were those metal fillings, and now they're trying to swap those out with the the plastic seal, and so they're going to do that to to one of my fillings. I I forgot that I had fillings because when I was a kid, uh, as much as I brushed my teeth, which was Twice a day. I, I never could get the third time a day. And you know when it's hard when you're going to school. You know, you, you can't brush after lunch. So I, I got my twice a day in. In the morning before school and at night before bed. But I still got cavities. And so I had a couple of metal fillings pulled in. And I totally forgot that I had them. Until the dentist said, oh yeah, we got to take that metal filling out. What? <laughs> I still have that? Well, you know it doesn't go away, right? Like if, if, if it fell out, we would have had to fill it already, but no. They're, so they're going to take that out and put in a plastic seal. So I'll, uh, I'll be talking funny this afternoon for a little while, which uh, a friend of mine wanted me to be on her podcast. She wanted to record an episode with me today. And I was like, I hope it'll wear off by the time that you want to talk to me for an hour straight. But we'll, we'll see. But uh, yeah, just in case, should be fine. I had one, the other one done last year and it was pretty pretty easy so also i was looking at the some of the things that i have planned for the fall i'd mentioned to you that i am going to michigan the michigan paracon this week i will be out friday so jack spillane is filling in for me and i'm going to be talking with the folks out there now this is the biggest paranormal convention in the country it happens every august this is the 13th one and it it brings in people from all over the world, not even just all over America, all over the world. We all descend on Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, which is in the Upper Peninsula. And it is, it's really fun, but it's a chance to really uh, hear about things and learn about things that you might not have otherwise. And so this year I'm going to be talking about the Bridgewater Triangle. And I've been talking about it for a couple of years now in library presentations 
And I would think by now, like libraries are sick of having me come and talk about this or people are sick of coming to libraries and hearing me talk about this. But I give them a list when they want to book me for presentations. I give them a list of like like nine or ten different presentations I can give. But so many of them always like, yeah, the Bridgewater Triangle because people know about it and they talk about it. And on July, I'm going to be doing it at a lot of different places. And I'm doing different lectures at different libraries. I'll be presenting Paranormal 101 at the New Bedford Library uh, in October. That's the 11th, I believe. And that's kind of a, a primer for people that want to get out and investigate and learn learn about ghosts for themselves and, and how they could kind of do what I do. But the... Plymouth Library booked me for October 30th, and they put up a Facebook event. And that Facebook event, they're asking people to say, you know, if they're going to go or if they're planning on going, if they're interested in going. And I know that, you know, interested on a Facebook event doesn't translate to all those people showing up, but it's up to 296 people or something like that that plan on, that have marked that as, as interested. If that many people showed up, if half that many people showed up, they don't have the room for that. But it just shows how much this has become a topic of discussion. How much that it has become something people are interested in. Even people that aren't interested in the paranormal know about the Bridgewater Triangle. And if you haven't seen the documentary, you can watch it for free. It's available on YouTube. It's available on Amazon Prime. Just be careful because there's a lot of knockoffs that have come out in recent years. But you want to find the one on YouTube that's operated, uh, that's uh, uploaded by Bristol County Media. Bristol County Media. That is the company that uh, Aaron Cadju owns that he produced the documentary through along with his co-director, Manny Famolari. And watch that and see what you think. And then if you want to come out and hear me talk about that stuff, I will let you know as we get closer all the different places that I'll be. But I'm just surprised and blown away by the amount of people that are marking themselves down as coming to these things, which is good because the more the more I can fill up those rooms, the more the libraries want to book me to come back and we can keep spreading the spooky word. But yeah, so that's where I'll be Friday and Jack Spillane will be here filling in for me and uh, discussing things with you. I'm sure he's going to want to talk more about the star store issue he said uh, yesterday that he might reach out to some of the students that he's been talking to and see if some of them will come on and give their perspectives which is a voice that you know we haven't really had in the discussions here on wbsm about it so i think that'll be a, a very interesting take for you to hear because we've heard from people who have said that they were they're talking to students like jack like senator montigny I'm sure when Mayor Mitchell comes in tomorrow on South Coast Now, he's probably heard from some students. There's now an organized effort to save the Star Store that the students have put together. So there's something for them to say and, and something for you to hear. So I hope that Jack can, can get that together and, and have that happen because, again, it's it's one thing when we're talking about all the procedural things, when we're talking about all of the, you know, government failures in this. We're talking about the institutional failures of, of, of UMass. But we're not hearing from the people that it most affects, which, is the, which are the students.
So you'll have that perspective if uh, if Jack can pull it off and uh, and have them in. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. We also have that story, as I was uh, discussing earlier, uh, well, I had mentioned earlier that I, I said I would discuss that story that you heard Adam Bass mention in the news of a New Bedford business owner who has pleaded guilty in federal court to producing and selling fraudulent government identification documents. So Tomas Zerum was the owner of the International Guatemala Musical and Fashion Accessory Store, which was located at 1280 Cushion Avenue in the near north end. So that's, it's, um, where was it across from? I, I'm, I pulled it up on the Google Maps to, to get the photo yesterday, last night. But the store itself uh, is, appears to be closed now. And he actually has another store on the Ave that... Uh, he got into some hot water with last year. But supposedly he was selling green cards and social security cards, fraudulent green cards and social security cards. And it's alleged that he sold them to undercover federal agents on three different occasions, May and June of 2021 and August of 2022. And then I'm sorry, it was January 2021 that he was also charged with illegally selling alcohol and cigarettes without a license at another North End store, uh, Bodus Vaqueris on Acushan Avenue. He was selling menthol Newports after they'd been banned in Massachusetts. So he was selling them both by the box and individuals. Like you could go and buy Lucy's from him, allegedly. And he was also selling cans of beer and he was selling shots of alcohol, allegedly. And you say to yourself, well, you know, good. Massachusetts has never outlawed flavored tobacco. Stand up to the man. Keep selling those menthol cigarettes, except for the fact that he didn't have a license to sell tobacco products, period. Or to sell alcohol. So that's that was the issue, more than anything. If, uh, if he had been caught selling flavored tobacco, he would have just been probably a warning. But then, you know, he would have been slapped with a fine or something. But he didn't have a license to sell tobacco products or cigarettes. So that's why he got in, into, into more trouble. But this is a, a very interesting twist, especially on the heels of the story today that at least one community, that being uh, Woburn, is potentially going to be sheltering up to 100 immigrant families, mostly from Haiti. And they're putting them in a hotel out there and uh, some of the churches are pulling together some services for them. But, you know, on the heels of that, people are going to be calling up and complaining and lamenting the money that we're spending on sheltering migrant families. And, and then you look at a story like this, where we have a new Bedford store owner who's selling illegal green cards. We have the story about the, the woman in Taunton who was caught up in the scam of, of giving people licenses that didn't pass the test. And we know that some of those folks were, were immigrants based on previous reporting.
So those who are trying to say, well, we have to do the right thing for people that need help, it's hard to say that when you look in the face of people who are, you know, outright breaking the law regarding these immigrants and really for the purposes of lining their own pockets. This guy wasn't doing this, I'm sure, out of the goodness of his heart because he wanted to see people be able to stay in this country. He was doing it to make money. The folks who were involved in that licensing scandal out of the Brockton RMV, they weren't doing it because at the time Massachusetts didn't have a pathway for immigrants to get licenses. They were doing it because they were lining their pockets. Criminal is going to criminal. 508 alleged, I should say. Nobody's actually been sentenced. Nobody's been convicted. But pleading guilty, you know, you've admitted you've done it, even if it hasn't been proven yet in a court of law. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Hi. Um, you know, is that store across, or is it on the same side as Mimo right near it? I think, I think it's on the opposite side of, the, of Mimo. Say then, you but on the same side? No, I think it's on the opposite side. Well, say the name of it again, please. The um um the the recent one or the one that was shut down? Well, the one that was selling green cards. So the one that was selling green cards was. Hold, on, let me go back up on the story so I get it right. That was International Guatemala Musical and Fashion Accessories. Uh, so well, give me one. Give me one second. I'm zeroing in on the. On all the, right. While the you're doing here. that, I just wanted to say, um, you know. That's audacity. You know, I I would be, this is my country. I love my country. I would be afraid. I would be afraid to do anything and, and get in trouble. You know what I mean? And they come over here and they just have so much audacity just to do as they please and do what they want. And I was wondering how they, how they managed to even open up these stores down on the avenue. Um, I, I don't know. I can tell you, too, it's located across from Cafe Portugal. Oh, it's way up. Oh, it's near near the Rite Aid. Is it Rite Aid now? That yeah, one? it's 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 uh it's it's kind of like on the block right across from the parking lot for the Rite Aid. Oh, to check this out, where that big big fire was in that um, tenement house too. Uh, yep, yeah, a block away. Um, what was I going to tell you now? Oh, uh, so now this fella who is alleged. Will he get deported for doing something like that? To me, that's grounds for deportation. Well, uh, you're assuming he's not an American citizen. So what's going to happen, you think? Well, the the uh, charges carry a sentence of up to 15 years in prison for each one, plus three years of supervised release and a fine of up to $250,000. And he is facing three counts of unlawful transfer of document or authentication feature and three counts of unlawful production of document or authentication feature. So there's there's six charges against him, and each one of those charges carries up to 15 years in prison. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. We need Dawn from Stoughton to call in. We have to... <laughs> for, for what? What can, what can Dawn offer? <laughs> well, he's good on all that stuff, but anyway... Especially the immigration thing, but you know they'll pro they probably. Well, I just I just told you what the statute is. I know, but they probably have all these um, lawyers, lawyers for them. You know what I mean? And they'll he'll this guy will probably get away. 
with a slap well, on you're, the Well, you're assuming that this person himself is an immigrant. We don't know that for sure. That owns the store? Yeah. No, um, I'm thinking. I, I've been I've been to eat on the avenue quite a bit of times, like to Europa. Um, I think I know where you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 right across from Cafe Portugal. So it's the block between, like, where the rooming house is and 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 where the Rite Aid parking lot is. You but it's not it's not there now. It's not there now. No. Why? What they do with it? it? There's another store in there now. Oh, already. It's uh, looks like it's in the same building that was. Uh, well, it's a uh, Cushman Nutrition now. Hmm. Okay. We'll be have, we'll have to keep um, tabs on that one, Tim. For sure. Let us know what's going on with that. We'll do. Okay. Thank you. Have a good day and uh, well, um, careful with that Novocaine. Thank you. I, I hope that uh, at the very least, you know, I say some funny things. While I while I have it in there, like I don't want I, I don't want to reference Bill Cosby because uh, you know that's kind of dangerous these days. But I do I did always love that little bit that he used to do. My lip is in my lap. Okay. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. You too. Uh, let's see if we can squeeze in another quick call here or two before I got to take a break. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Morning, Mister Weisberg. Good morning. Only call for two reasons, real quick, and hang up. Shawnee, good morning, lady Shawnee. Nice to hear you out here. One day we'll meet for coffee. Uh, and not for you, Mr. Weinberg. Uh, conspiracy, yeah, you know me. But listen, I thought of this way before I heard it last night on talk radio. I There's other people that are just like me, and you need to know it. Now, that Maui, that fire in Maui was a man-made fire. So many people are missing. So many children are missing. And where were the bodies if they burnt to death? None of them. They, you can't find one. That's a big conspiracy about Maui. Something is going on there. I'll let you tell me what you think. Well, so so what, what's what's your theory? What are you saying is happening? I, 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 I'm not sure about what could... There's so many things that could have happened. Number one, another big theory, with all these EATs from other planets, maybe they came and took some people. I don't know. Maybe the government's doing this. Look what happened with the big conspiracy about COVID. All these, all these things are that the truth is starting to come out. It's leaking out little by little. But that fire, that fire. I'm sorry, I can't speak. I haven't had a coffee yet. But that fire in Maui was definitely man-made. So when it all comes out, I'll bring it up again to you. Okay, <laughs> I'll bring it up again because I am so interested in this now. The world is crooked. It's upside down. The Biden crime family, they're all into this. Even Hillary, look, they named that storm after Hillary. Really? It couldn't be any better. It couldn't be any better. So you all have a good day now, and I hope you talk about it. I hope somebody else calls in. Oh, oh okay. You have a you have a good day. There's, Thank you. There's a lot to unpack there. So the, the storm was named after Hillary Clinton. Even though the storm, every year they have a list of names that will be for the storms for that year. But okay. And then, so the Biden crime family is somehow involved in setting the fire and covering up the missing. I, there's a lot there to unpack. I got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. All right. Welcome back in. And uh, we will take more of your phone calls in just a few moments at 508-996-0500. Callers, hang on. You'll be first in line. But right now we do have to go into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day with Adam Bass. 
The National Hurricane Center in Miami is updating active storms this morning. Tropical Storm Harold is a threat today to Texas. Warnings are in place for the region. The storm is packing 45 mile per hour winds early this morning, but is expected to strengthen a bit, whipping stronger winds and heavy downpours. Tropical Storm Gert, meanwhile, continues to dissipate as a barely tropical cyclone. And Tropical Storm Franklin is a poorly organized and drifting towards the Dominican Republic with a maximum sustained winds close to 50 miles per hour. California has spawned a new trending word called a hurricane. Just as the state managed to its first tropical storm in more than 80 years, an earthquake hit Sunday afternoon. The magnitude 5.1 earthquake shocked folks in parts of Ventura and L.A. County. The USGS says the quake centered near Ojai, about 80 miles northwest of L.A. The agency says at least six aftershocks shook at a magnitude of 3.0 or greater. The central U.S. is entering a potentially brutal heat wave as temperatures are forecasted to soar. The mercury could reach north of 100 degrees for the rest of the week from the Midwest to the Gulf Coast. It's present time for a New York man who pleads guilty to charges of worldwide drug trafficking and money laundering. Phil Farrar has details. 32-year-old James Charles Rivera, sentenced for running an international steroid distribution network. It happened in a San Diego federal courthouse. Eight years in prison. Prosecutors say Rivera arranged for the distribution of steroids to at least 43 states, as well as several other countries ranging from Canada to Australia. A prosecution sentencing memorandum describes Rivera's Juice Pal brand of steroids as a well-known commodity on dark web steroid forums, which took in millions in profit. I'm Phil Farrar. The man accused of killing three University of Virginia football players has waived his right to a preliminary hearing. Sarah Bartlett has details. 22-year-old Christopher Jones Jr. was in court Monday. He's facing several charges, including three of second-degree murder after he went on a shooting spree in November, killing football players Lavelle Davis Jr., Deshaun Perry, and Devin Chandler. Two others were injured in the shooting. Authorities say he opened fire on a bus that was coming back from a field trip. Jones Jr. was jailed without bond. He's now scheduled to appear before a grand jury October 2nd. I'm Sarah Bartlett. And a new poll suggests a strong majority of Americans support the striking Hollywood writers and actors. According to Data for Progress, 67% of likely voters surveyed say they support the strikes by the Writers Guild of America and SAG-AFTRA. 18% oppose them. In sports, the Boston Red Sox lost to the Houston Astros last night 9-4. That ends their three-game winning streak. The two teams will continue their series tonight with the first pitch at Minute Maid Park being thrown at 8.10 p.m. And now, here is your ABC6 local weather forecast. A beautiful day today. Lots of sunshine, nice, comfortable air. In fact, a little bit of a feel of fall for the next couple of mornings with those dew point temperatures down into the 40s and low 50s. With all that sunshine today, we'll see highs climbing to around 77 degrees. You'll notice a breeze out of the north about 10 to 18 miles per hour. Then for tonight, that breeze settles down. Sky will be mainly clear and it will be a cooler night. You can perhaps turn off the air conditioners finally, get a good night's sleep. Overnight lows dropping back to the mid and upper 50s. For your Wednesday, another delightful day filled with sunshine, comfortable conditions, and highs again in the mid-70s. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast.
From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Bill Guile on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. Right now it is 66 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Good morning, Mass. This is Brett Michaels, and I just want to tell you right now, it is time for your morning medal right here on the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. For all of you that were out late last night at Fenway Park seeing GNR and the Pretenders. Jealous. I should have gone to the show, but I, I had such a perfect experience seeing Guns N' Roses at uh, Gillette a few years ago that I, I was like, eh, I'm a little bit worried seeing some recent performances. But everybody says it was a great show. So 508-996-0500. Callers, I'm going to get right to you in just a moment. But just a really quick couple of app chat messages. Polly in New Bedford says tons of stores sell menthol cigarettes in New Bedford, especially in the North End, just like they'll be selling nips under the table soon. And then DSY uh, asks if uh, if Mary is a paid caller when she calls in whether conspiracy theories. Uh, no, but don't give her any ideas because she'll start sending us an invoice. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hello, you're on the air. Okay. Well, the phone lines are open now if you want to call in and chime in. But uh, if you missed what uh, w- Polly was referring to, with uh, the the cigarettes, there is a story at wbsm.com and on the app where there is a store owner who is has pleaded guilty to selling fake green cards and fake social security cards out of a store in the North End, and he's also been arrested previously or charged previously with selling menthol cigarettes after the ban went in place and selling uh, shots and cans of beer. But it, it, it's not so much that he's in trouble for selling flavored tobacco. It's that he didn't have a license to sell tobacco or liquor products when the police raided the store and saw all these products that he had, which you can see a photo of in that story uh, from when they made that uh, when they made that bust. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Hey, good morning, Tim. A little off topic. I'm just kind of curious. I think it's cool, the, uh, the intro you had there with Brett Michaels. How do you go about getting something something like that, Tim? How, do you, how does that all happen? I, what I did is I slept outside of his house until I saw him coming out and then stuck a microphone in his face. No, that What's actually... <laughs> That came about because uh, we were giving away tickets to his party gras tour. Right. And right. Uh, and so he offered to record some stuff for us if we wanted him to. So uh, I had him record a couple things. And we were originally going to have him come on, but uh, he got so wrapped up in, uh, in in planning the tour and getting it going that uh, he couldn't he couldn't find the time. Especially, you know, he's not always on the East Coast, so it's not always uh, 6 a.m. for him. Sometimes it's 3 a.m. for him. So it, sure. it didn't really work out. But this is going to be an annual event. So I told him, I was like, you know, we're just going to have to have you come into the studio or something. How cool would that be? That'd be oh, awesome. That would be, that'd be, that'd be, that really would be awesome. I mean, the songs are just, you know, through the roof great. I mean, whether you like Poison or not or Brett Michaels, I mean, 
just they're just so good. Um, I just thought it was cool. I heard. I said, "Wow, I, I think that's the first time I've ever heard that." I heard you promoting the actual show, and uh, I didn't get tickets, obviously. But um, yeah, that's really cool. I just wanted to say that's it's pretty neat. Well, thank you. I have two. I have that one where he introduces uh, the morning metal, and I have another one where he just kind of you know introduces the show. So uh, you know, I'll, I'll try to play them a little bit more often because, and I'm going to try to get more from you know some of the artists that we we work with to give away these tickets so that you know just I think it sounds cool. You know, it sounds like radio yeah. to me. Yeah, he's a very smart guy. He's very, uh, mm-hmm. very, very uh, bright when it comes to this marketing. The whole nine yards. He's, uh, he speaks so well. I mean, he just he's, he's a great songwriter, obviously. Um, and, yeah, really cool. And a Thank nice, you. nice person too. Like it's not, it's not fake. Like he, if all the stories that I've heard from people that know him, is he is the give a shirt off the back to to anybody. Like he is just that type of a person. How neat, huh? Right. Thank you, Tim. All right. You have a good day. You're- Oh, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off there. Uh, 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. And, you know, a lot of the times the, the stuff that people get in radio like that, uh, they do so because they'll have... So, like, when I was covering the Celtics, they would have media day every year. And if you covered the... If you played the games on your station, you could show up and they would give you a credential and that's the day that you would be able to record, like... You know, this is Antoine Walker of the Boston Celtics, and you're listening to WBSM. And we we had, at the time, we had Celtics coverage, too. So I went up for the Standard Times, and I went up with Evan Russo from from WBSM, and and Evan was recording all those uh, liners for the station. And he was he had written up a bunch of stuff, like like little things that he wanted them to say. And he's reading it to me as we're driving up there. And I'm like, Evan, they're, they're, they're not going to say that. Evan, don't make them say that. Evan, please don't make them say that. But it's just this, the, the, the radio mentality of, you know, I want to get the good sound for it. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go walk over here because you're just going to go to media day and have them record this goofy little thing. And, but then I have to go up there to every game and talk to them after the game. So I'm going to just, I'm, when you're asking them to record something goofy like that, I'm just not going to be there with you, okay? I'm just going to be far enough away that they don't associate me with that. So, But that's what the radio folks do. They go up there and they make them say all this silly stuff. And um, But that's why they stand out. So it's beyond just saying, like, this is Antoine Walker, and you're listening to WBSM. They, they want it to be something original and fun. Uh, but those, those, those moments were always awkward for me always awkward. I would just kind of slither away and say, I will come back and ask you questions for my story later. 508-996-0500. Let's take a break and be back in a few moments. Welcome back in 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Morning, Tim. Oh, gee, excuse me. <clears throat> morning, Tim. Good morning. Um, how are you? Um, now, I was thinking about of Star Store again. Oh, my God. You know, I was thinking like a Daniel Hall type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all different kinds of shops. I know I said this the other day, but it just stays in my mind. Uh, you know, like, like for different themes, for different holidays, you know, different... Um, and plus souvenirs and all that stuff, because I love Daniel Hall, you know, Quincy Market out there in Boston. And, um, I don't know, different, I don't know, something like that. 
What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a possibility. I think part of it, too, is if you're going to do something that's going to alter the fabric of what that business is, it's pro- what that building is, it's probably better to do it sooner rather than later since you're going to have a couple of years now of a Zyterian restoration going on. You don't want to have the Zyterian open up in, you know, however, I think it's two years that it's going to take. You don't want to have the Zyterian opening up and then having now that building going through changes and then further tying up that area. Like, you'd like to have everything kind of happen all at once. Right, it would be a fun place. I think the Z is going to be able to open up after, I think it's a year, with all the restoration Mm -hmm. will be done. But then there's, you know, there's going to be other things that are happening around it. Right. You know, like, uh, it'd be like a fun place. You know, like, I always thought that Daniel Hall was a lot of fun, and Sasta was always fun anyway, all the departments in there. And, um, you know, like uh, Scrimshaw, I mean, used to have Scrimshaw Workshop downtown. And, you know, it's known for that down there in that area. I mean, uh, you know, Whalen City and stuff like that. I don't know, just, I'm still thinking. Well, I know, I know you want to get into it again, right? You want to be able to go back in and see it again. Oh, yeah, I'd love to go in and see it again. Yeah. I think... It's uh, after o'clock in, in um, I don't know if it's still in the dollar store there. Maybe we it need to... My father. Maybe, we, maybe we need to go in there and look for some ghosts. What do you think? I know. I told you I would go. Yes, I would. There's, there's, there's got to be some in there, I'm sure. I know there is. Well, you heard about the, the guy with the umbrella up there, right? They found the roof. Do what? Did you... The did you, guy did you mention roof? that to me? No, I don't know. I, I think I did a long time ago. Maybe not. Um, a guy was trying to break in. It was at night, and um, the, guy, the cleaning guy that was cleaning in the morning was out there on the top there, just cleaning off that part of the roof or whatever. He had an umbrella and some candles, and he was trying to break in. And I was on my way into work. My father, he was the manager of the store, so um, I was I was um, I was going into work. We saw the um, uh, horse outside or something. They were taking the guy's body down. And I thought they had to go up there, but she told me to get down and get inside the store. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they found him. And then they found the cleaning guy. Uh, I, I think it was a couple of years later. He had, he had a heart attack, but he, had, he died up there on the, the same spot there, around that same area. Wow. So he's, yeah. he was trying to break into the store with an umbrella and yeah, candles? Yeah, I thought it was. Was he a White House plumber? A what? <laughs> I said, was he one of the White House plumbers? That that sounds like uh, yeah, a yeah. ineffective burglar burglary yeah, tool. Yeah, it was really, it was real. Um, I was working there at the time, yeah. And um, but uh, my father said maybe he was related to Mary Poppins. Thought he could fly. I don't know because it was a top of something. <laughs> I don't know. Perhaps. But, yeah, uh, that was his escape plan. Get back I to know. the roof and you know float on out. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But anyway, I don't know. I'm still thinking. Right. Well, well, well I'm, I don't want anything to happen to that store. I'm sure we're going to reach the point where, you know, we'll do a day of people just calling in with ideas of what to do with it because it probably yeah. won't be a UMass campus, so. No, I know. Well, not everybody can go into the UMass, UMass campus anyway, but this they could, you know, shop. True. Yeah, that is true. Put some money down there. And um, anyway, you have a great time this weekend. You all excited about that? Yeah, it's always fun going out there, and I get to reunite with people that I, I have either, you know, never really get to hang out with in person or, or only get to see a couple times a year, so it'll be a lot of fun. Great. Well, you have a good time. Glad to talk to you. All right. Thank and, you. Uh, take care. You Bye-bye. too. And, uh, yeah, it's going uh, to be fun being out there. It is at a casino, this convention, but um, I'm not going to, you know, I don't gamble, so I don't, I don't really go in the casino, except that they have... Uh, soda fountain like soda machines and coffee machines that you can just go in and help yourself so you just go and 
take whatever you want. Now, for the convention, we also have a green room, but we would... I didn't know that last year, so I was on, like, day three of the convention before somebody's finally said to me, why don't you just go to the green room? There's much better stuff in there. And I was like, oh, I've been going to the casino and filling up this this cup with with whatever I was getting, coffee or soda or whatever. So uh, it's, it's, it's a great place. And as I said, you know, I get to be on the stage that, you know, Johnny Cash performed on, which is pretty cool. That's probably the biggest name that I know that's perfect. It's the Kawadin Casino in Sault Ste. Marie. So... It's uh, it's a, it's the biggest room I've ever played, that's for sure, and um, it's a good time. So I'm looking forward to getting out there, hanging out, and they have some delicious whitefish out there because it's right on the river. They have some amazing whitefish, so I'm looking forward to that too. All right, I got to take my final break of the hour of the show, and we'll be back in just a few moments. All right, I'm just about ready to get out of here, and you know what? I might go over and get myself some breakfast at Just Another Phoenix, and you should as well, especially if you're a senior, because it's Tuesday, and on Tuesdays, seniors get free coffee with the purchase of their breakfast. It's one of the many ways that they like to give back over at Just Another Phoenix, located on Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth, but head on over there and get yourself some of their delicious breakfast items. Like, if you like a cheese roll, I'm sure you've had a cheese roll or a linguisa cheese roll, but over there, they have cheese rolls with anything you want stuffed in them. Any meat, any vegetable, they can put it all in there for you and have that with some home fries. What a way to start your day. But they also all have unique specials every day, too. Things that the kitchen has created that you won't find anywhere else. Give them a try. Just another Phoenix because it is, again, a place where you can feel like you're at home when you walk in and you sit down and the staff treats you like family. Or if you can't stick around, you can get that whole menu through their drive through So easy to get a good start to your day at Just Another Phoenix Restaurant located on Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. And I am, uh, I'm a big fan of the Boston Cream French Toast. If you go in there and they don't have it on the special menu and you really want it, I bet if you ask, they'd probably put it together for you. But if they don't, don't blame me. So, all right, that'll do it for me for today. Uh, tomorrow, we will uh, we'll talk more with you. And then, of course, on Friday, wait, today's Tuesday. So you got two more days with me. And then For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.